The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,683. Thank you so much for joining me for it. Thank you for subscribing to the show if you're doing that, too. And also, thank you so much to our patrons, including two patrons who have upped their patronage, and a third one who has just joined for the first time. Katie, folks, thank you so much for moving up to the 327 level. Same to you, Tony Surgeon. Thank you so much for doing that. And also, Timothy Wilcock, a new patron to the show at the $1 level. Thank you all so much, and thank you to all our patrons who helped make this show possible. All right, it is time to do a resistance briefing, and we are talking about the new trooper today. That is, oh, episode 16 from season one of Star Wars Resistance. And, all right, you know, the derail that if you have not seen the episode and you don't want it spoiled for you, then save this episode for a later date. But if you are good with me diving right into the developments, because we are really getting very focused. It's, you know... The stage has been set, and now we are all about developing the First Order storyline through the rest of the season of Star Wars Resistance, so let's dig right into it. So let's talk about our main players. First of all, Captain Doza, who is supposed to be running the Colossus, is unhappy with the level of security that still exists on the platform now that the pirate spy has been chased off. Tries to remind Pyre that he's still in charge of the platform. You can almost see the LOL <laughs> just coming out of Commander Pyre. I mean, I guess not out of his helmet, oozing out of his voice, if you will. Uh, yeah, like he's really in charge. <laughs> There's no chance of that. And you really have the point driven home when Pyre's holding a meeting among his troopers and kicks Doza out of his own office. So, yeah, obviously things are not going well for Doza, but Doza doesn't even know how badly things are going. So over on the Commander Pyre First Order side, the deal is getting worse all the time. Not only is security still high because somebody helped that pirate spy get off the platform. But additionally, he's talked to Captain Phasma, and they are sending a full garrison, an armed garrison, to come to the Colossus platform. And that's going to cause some problems. Also because of the fact that just the general run-of-the-mill populace on the Colossus is really unhappy with the First Order being there, wants them to leave, and is shouting things like, Free Colossus! and stuff like that, and throwing fruit at the First Order Stormtroopers, which goes a little bit better in Star Wars Resistance than it would, say, in a live-action movie. I have a feeling everybody would be dead really quick in that scenario. But no, for Resistance, they just, you know, have to go, ah, 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 you know, and get hit with fruit. Meanwhile, there are frictions building within Team Fireball. Tam actually is a fan of the First Order being there and thinking that things are a lot safer. Kaz and Yeager are trying to explain how, yeah, it's not necessarily a good thing. And Yeager's actually drawing on his experience with the Empire, talking about how in the name of security and safety, they keep increasing the contingent until suddenly all of your freedom's taken away and in the name of protection. 
Tam actually takes it very personally because, according to her, a grandfather of hers actually worked in an imperial factory and put food on the table. And so she's like, is my grandfather evil? And, you know, there could be a no, you know, people had to do what they had to do, obviously. But uh, I guess there sort of is in a way. Yeager says that the Empire preyed on the vulnerable. And I guess the implication is that in that case, her grandfather was vulnerable and, you know, just had to capitulate to what the Empire was doing. But Tam's going to start having a change of heart once we get into the actual action of the episode, which is when a First Order Stormtrooper finds those two children from Tehar that have been hiding out on the platform. And in a, you know, slapstick, silly altercation, the First Order Trooper gets knocked out, which gives Kaz the idea to try to take over the Stormtrooper's uniform and um, call sign and try to find out more about what the First Order is up to. And so he does. He gets a data rod from the First Order's command ship that's being flown or being flown, uh, run for Commander Pyre. And the data rod acquisition includes a fight with a BB-9E style droid which is good and he knocks the head off the thing and as it's chasing him he's like you want your head here take it and throws it away like it's a dog chasing a bone which is pretty funny and we find out from that data rod like what was on it is that map that we saw in the mid-season trailer for star wars resistance the one that had a number of different systems listed on it and we actually did the decoding here i did the decoding um you know that's the <laughs> Uh, I don't know what do you call that, the podcast we or what. There's just something about, for some reason, I say we when I mean I here on the show. Anyway, um, <laughs> I did the decoding and posted it on our social media accounts. Anyway, the red dots, like they don't necessarily know what they are. Yeager and Kaz are looking at it, but presuming that they may be first order ships that they're preparing for an invasion fleet and the reason why they might want control of the colossus platform is surprise surprise for a refueling line for a military operation now at the time that this episode is happening it can't be the case that the first order is spread out like that i mean they haven't launched their attack on starkiller base they're still hanging out in the unknown regions as far as anybody knows there's not been any report of oh my gosh the first order is moving into your republic space so in theory that's probably more of a map projection like once they actually do decide to make their move into republic space that this is what a map of their occupation might look like and for what it's worth that map is actually showing a pretty large segment of the galaxy and the reason why we know this is because in maps of various star wars books like particularly the complete locations book for example the planets Takadana and Jakku are on the opposite side of the galactic core from the planet Yavin. And we see all three of those planets represented on this map and labeled on this map as well. So this is a rather large situation, although I will say that the red dots in the map definitely align more toward the Jakku, Takadana, Jeddah side of the map, which would be sort of galactic west, if you will, if you're looking at it in a two-dimensional perspective, which kind of makes sense because that's closer to the unknown regions by comparison where the First Order would be flooding out from once they begin their military attack. But back to Tam and getting her situation dealt with while well, she is starting to have not if not a change of heart then certainly a moment where she's starting to question what she believes about the first order based on her experience with the two kids with Kel and Ayla and hearing about the 
problems that the First Order brought to their planet, all the death and destruction. And it certainly seems to be messing with Tam's worldview a little bit, but as to whether it fully changes her over, well, I guess we're going to have to wait for future episodes to see how that works. And as far as you know, First Order Stormtroopers go, there's one bit of information that I want to share with you before I remind you to, or after I remind you to, excuse me, subscribe to the show if you're not already, and also to consider supporting this Daily Dose of Star Wars Joy by joining Katie and Timothy and Tony and the rest of our patrons at patreon.com SW7X7. So the First Order Troopers, you know, it's really kind of interesting as far as an infiltration standpoint. Kaz dons the First Order Troopers armor and is walking around. And of course, you know, there has to be a little bit of bumbling and ah, bah, 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 uncertainty to the way he does it for the comedic, you know, cartoony aspect of things. But the First Order's reaction isn't somebody is an imposter. Somebody's taken over his armor. Their reaction is hmm, this trooper is acting eccentrically. He must go back for reconditioning, which is really kind of fascinating. It kind of creates opportunities for people to go in and impersonate First Order Stormtroopers and kind of get away with it to some degree. And Kaz does. He's able to actually sneak away and run away and, you know, everything, of course, sorts itself out in the end. But they talk about going in for a full mental wipe and reconditioning or in the slang term that Commander Pyre uses, a brain scrape. So, yikes, that sounds pretty awful. And so that'll give you an idea of what is going on with these First Order Stormtroopers and what Finn might have been in for had he been captured and brought back to the First Order. So... That is going to do it for our briefing on The New Trooper. That's Season 1, Episode 16 of Star Wars Resistance. Six episodes left before the season ends, and it's building up like a freight train. So let's see where it goes in the next couple of weeks. I am happy that you are here with me for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.